Welcome to the How to Stop Being Broke podcast, where the mission is to change your mindset about how you manage your finances so you can build a financial future that you can be proud of. My name is Bella Jones and I am your host. So relax, sit back, and let's jump into today's conversation. I would like to briefly interrupt the episode just to give you a heads up that you will hear some minor background noise throughout the episode. I did not realize that the fan from my computer was a bit loud, and so you will hear it humming in the background, but just know that the episode, the content is extremely valuable. You will just have some background noise to deal with. I do apologize in advance, and so now we will go back to the episode. Hey, 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 so we are back for another episode. And in today's episode, I want to talk to those of you in my audience who may be at a point in your credit journey where you are ready to apply for a credit card that does earn cash back points or rewards. So at the time that I'm recording this episode, I have been in this hobby for six years now. And I can definitely say it has changed how my family and I travel. It has elevated our travel experience and it has also elevated my experience as a consumer. And I'll talk more about that later in this episode. So in the six years that I have been in this hobby, I have spent hours and hours upon hours just researching and learning because there is so much information out there that I really wanted to make sure I understood the ins and the outs of how this hobby essentially works. And for those of you who might not be ready just yet to start applying for a credit card so you can start earning cash back points and rewards, you can use this episode as an inspiration for what is on the other side once you do, in fact, improve your credit scores. Now, before you apply for a credit card, you really want to take some time to think about what your needs and wants are. And then from there, you can create a strategy. Now, I know you hear the word strategy. You might think, why do I need a strategy? Well, there are so many rules and nuances, do's and don'ts when it comes to this hobby. So you really want to make sure you are doing things the right way, in the right order, and you're not wasting a credit card application and have regrets later. So let's think about what you should consider before applying. So are you looking to create an additional income stream? Right, so that would look like a cash back credit card where you essentially will earn cash back every single month by making certain purchases on your credit card. Or are you looking to earn points so you can reduce your out-of-pocket expense when you are booking an airline ticket or a hotel stay? Or maybe you're looking to book these things at no cost at all. Now you might be looking to gain elite status with certain companies and having the right credit card will give you that and you can bypass the spend requirements to earn these certain statuses. 
or you might be looking for consumer benefits like roadside assistance, per purchase protection, extended warranty, there's so many, but you really want to list out what things you are looking for from your credit card. So once you have identified your needs and your wants, then you want to take some time to do some research to find the credit cards that are going to fulfill those needs and wants that you have. Now, one thing that you do want to keep in the back of your mind as you are doing your research is, do you have brand loyalty? Meaning there are very specific companies that you prefer to use when you travel, or are you looking for the best deal possible? Now, here is why that is important because there are co-branded credit cards where you are going to earn points that are specific to a hotel or airline, right? But if you do not have a brand loyalty, you may want to look at credit cards that earn these universal points that you can redeem to travel with any carrier or company or you can transfer those points to those companies and book the travel when you are ready to do so. Now I am sharing this tip with you because you do not want to have quote unquote buyer's remorse where you applied for a credit card because you got so excited about the offer, maybe the bonus offer was really amazing and then six months, a year, maybe two years down the road, you realize that this credit card does not really suit the needs and wants that you actually have. Now, the next thing I also recommend is to pay attention to the bonus offers that the credit card company does have at the time you are looking to apply for the credit card. Now, the reason why this is important is because many of these companies, pretty much all of them actually, do require that you have to spend a certain amount of money in order to get these bonus points. So if the spend requirement that they have listed is a really high number and you don't think it is a realistic goal for you or it's going to cause you to go into debt, you definitely do not want to waste your time essentially applying for that credit card. You want to find credit cards that do have bonus offers that are essentially in your budget. So it really will help you in the long run to just take some time, do some research before you actually apply. I cannot tell you how many people I have come across who have applied for credit cards out of FOMO, out of a recommendation, and then later on, they really had a lot of regrets because that credit card really did not fit what they were looking for. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is before applying for any credit card, of course, you want to make sure that you do, in fact, check your credit report just to make sure that things are on the up and up. You want to make sure that there aren't um, any fraudulent accounts on there, that all of the information is accurate, everything from your name, date of birth, address, but also the information listed on your individual accounts. 
right? So for example, I did have one of my followers from YouTube mention that she did run her credit report after watching one of my YouTube videos and she realized that there was a 30-day late payment listed on her credit report. Now she has great credit. She's very diligent about paying her bills on time and keeping her credit card balances low. So she was shocked to see this 30-day late payment on her credit report. Now, did this impact her scores drastically? Not really because she has really good credit, but again, that one late payment could be the breaking point that would essentially cause her future credit card applications to potentially be denied, right? And so this is also why it is so important to be proactive when it comes to looking at your credit because you really want to make sure you understand what's going on in there before you do go out and apply for credit. And that's not just with credit cards, that comes before you are looking to finance a car, finance a house, maybe obtain credit for your business, right? You really want to make sure you understand what's going on with your credit before you do go out to apply. Now, another great tip that I do recommend for anyone who is looking to apply for a credit card is you may want to see if you are pre-approved for any offers. Now, this is really going to be helpful for anyone who might be in a place where they're not sure if their credit scores are strong enough to get a credit card. This is a great way to see what the company currently has for you based upon your current credit profile. So most of the banks like Discover, Capital One, for example, they do have a section on their website where you can see if you are pre-approved for any credit card offers. Please keep in mind that when you do submit a pre-approval application, it is not going to result in a inquiry on your actual credit report. It is what they call a soft pull. So they are just taking a slight look at your credit report to see if you do have certain metrics that fit their traditional credit card application. Now, once you submit that pre-approval, if you do in fact see an offer there for you, it does mean you are more than likely going to be approved when you do submit your actual application, but again, it is not a guarantee, so please keep that in mind. And that also works the other way. If you do not see a pre-approved offer, it does not mean you will automatically be denied if you do apply. It's just based on your current profile, they do not have any offers for you. But what I will say, if your scores are not that strong and you do not see any pre-approved offers, you may want to try for a secured credit card first so you can just build up your credit profile. Now, as I have mentioned in previous episodes, secure credit cards are a great way for you to establish credit if you do not have any credit or it is a great way to improve your current credit profile, especially if you have had credit challenges in the past. Now, the way secure credit cards work, you will have to send in a deposit, 
With most banks, the minimum deposit is $200 to $250, and they do have a maximum, but every bank is different. And once you send in your deposit, that will then become your actual credit limit. So if you have a deposit that you send in of $500, your credit card limit is going to be $500. But again, with secure credit cards, you do have to submit an actual credit application. And based upon your profile, they will see if you are a good candidate for their product. But again, this is really for people who have thin credit profiles or no credit at all. If you do have really good scores, I would not recommend you going for a secure credit card because you already have good credit. These products are for people who are on this journey to improve their overall credit profile. So I will say being in this hobby for the last six years has really been an amazing experience. Now I have made some mistakes along the way as well, but it has really allowed myself and my family to take some phenomenal trips for very low cost or for free. So I will say the best two trips that I have taken using points and rewards one was my very first trip to Aruba with my husband. So we actually were able to stay at the Ritz Carlton for four days and three nights. And our final bill at checkout was only $500. So essentially the stay itself was free because I had earned three nights using my Ritz Carlton credit card and so that essentially paid for the entire stay. Now that very same room, if we had paid cash, would have cost us anywhere from $4,000 to $8,000, you know, depending upon the time of year. Now the only reason why we had a bill due at checkout was because we did do room service and we did do dinner on the beach one night. And so that of course was not free, but the fact that our actual hotel stay was paid for was amazing. I definitely would not be able to pay for that kind of trip. And then that didn't even include our airfare as well. So again, that was one of the best trips I booked using points and rewards. My second best trip was another trip to Aruba with my children. And so we were able to stay at the Hilton in Aruba for five days, four nights, and I booked the entire trip or the hotel stay using points, all points. Now that very same room for that same amount of time would have cost me about anywhere from $3,000 to $5,000, but we again had enough points to book that entire hotel stay for free. And not only did we have that stay for free, we also had free breakfast every single day because I am a Diamonds member with Hilton. And so that again also helped us save additional money. Now, of course, when I had a 498 credit score, none of that would have been possible, right? I never would have qualified for these amazing credit cards, but this is what is on the other side. Now, of course, traveling using points and rewards is not appealing for everyone, but if you are someone who likes to travel and you like to experience certain things, right, 
These are the things that are available to you once you improve your credit scores. So not only can you get these amazing cards and earn points, you also are going to get elite status, which can potentially give you access to amazing perks like free upgrades, right? Free breakfast, access to airport lounges, and the list just goes on and on. But again, it all comes back to making sure you understand what your needs and wants are before applying for a credit card, making sure you have checked your credit report before applying, and then just making sure that you are being responsible once you do in fact get that credit card. So if you are someone who wants to learn more about this amazing hobby, I do have a master class that you can sign up for. In this class, I walk you through all the tips and strategies that I have learned. I also walk you through the rules that each of the major banks actually have when it comes to applying for their credit cards. I also give you some insight as far as what credit cards are out there for you to look at and to consider. So if you are interested in checking out that masterclass, I will have a link to that course in the show notes below. It definitely is a very comprehensive course and is really going to set you up for success so you can put in place the right strategy before you apply for that first credit card. So I hope you did learn something new in today's episode. I also would love for you to subscribe to the podcast so you can know when future episodes are live. And I want to thank you so much for stopping by and have an amazing day. Take care. Thank you for listening to another episode of the How to Stop Being Broke podcast. Now, if you enjoyed today's episode and look forward to future conversations like the one we have today, make sure to subscribe because it is time for you to stop being broke and create a financial future you can be proud of.